brunch on Sundays. Bring the hookah to the table. She gon' smoke it till her lungs ache. That's brunch on Sundays. Post the pictures on the gram. Hashtag Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Brunch on Sunday with your favorite brunchers, Cat Queen and Rhino X, here to bring you another wonderful dialogue about God knows what. So what are we talking about this time? You know, everything, everybody's favorite thing to talk about. Toxicity. Toxic, Ooh. toxic. Everything toxic. You know, because I swear people like to throw the word toxic around and they don't really know what toxic is or that's real i can give you that like i feel like i've heard so much oh toxic this and toxic that and i'm just like that's not really toxic just just you being an asshole <laughs> yeah i can see that too so like yeah so we're gonna talk about everything toxic but before we get into everything toxic you know we gotta talk about the stupid shit all right or the wild shit that we've heard this what week. stupid shit and or wild shit have you heard so this is a, a what the fuck moment. Okay. So I was having a conversation and the what the fuck moment in the conversation was I'll let him nut in me, but I won't marry him. And I Yo. had to think of what? What? <laughs> and I asked the person, I said, the fuck are you talking about? That shit's, they're just like, yeah, like I let him nut in me. But I don't think I would ever marry him. So I was just like, so you would potentially be appreciated by this right. person, but you wouldn't marry. I said, baby, I don't. I can't co-sign that. That's not very city girl. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some bullshit. That, I can't co-sign that one. If only yeah. you understood like how far my jaw just dropped <laughs> from that scene. That is wild. <laughs> Tell you, why should I be here? And I'm like, you know what, child, make me contemplate life. Okay, well, my stupid thing ain't nowhere near as is wild <laughs> and unhinged as yours. <laughs> I feel like I should have went first. Goddamn. But um, my thing is the creativity or lack thereof in the writing of movies and TV oh, these days. Goodness. I have. A pro- I, as a writer myself, I have a profound issue when I see bad writing. And that's all we're... I, at, at this point, we are in the generation of remakes. No one wants to do anything original, but then even the original shit is stupid. Cocaine Bear. Okay? Cocaine Bear. Supposedly, it's based off a true story. Which, I mean... It wouldn't shock me if it is. Because, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there are people running drugs all the time. There are animals in the wild, right? Sometimes the drugs that are being run don't get to the place they're supposed to go, and they end up where the animals are. So it wouldn't shock me. I mean, hell, I remember a couple months ago, it was like, yo, please stop uh, flushing your meth down the toilet because the alligators are getting a hold of it. So, you know, alligators are already wild. So I don't even want to see an alligator off meth. Stranger things have happened, right? But it's just like I miss the days when like I was excited to go to the movies or excited for a TV show. Now granted, there are some some TV shows that I'm committed to and like I'm excited for them, but like in terms of like adding 
new shows. I'm like, but it's the same thing. Like, not to be rude, but how many crime dramas can a brother watch? Like, because it's always circle back to the similar crime, right? The same crime. Now, does that mean I'm going to stop watching um, Chicago PD? Not at all. Oh, absolutely not. Well, I, so wait, my money. I have not started the Chicago series, but I will. Uh, I'm just trying to catch up on some. I'm trying to catch up on some other things because you know, Snowfall came back. Say, oh, yes, it did. I need to wait until the whole season is released because all I'm gonna tell you is in these first two episodes, boy, <laughs> boy. Um, so Snowfall is back. I'm currently watching The Last of Us, which I think is pretty cool. I would like to see more attempts at bringing video game stories maybe to the small screen they don't always translate well to the big screen but i do think that if done properly i think the last of us is showing that it can be brought to the small screen and be very very lucrative which i mean at the end of the day you know what show video game i would like seeing they brought it to the big screen and i was asked if they brought max Payne, okay to small screen I think I might watch that. Okay. I was thinking you won't bring up Assassin's Creed because that movie was fucking terrible. But the game is awesome. But the, the movie, I didn't even watch that. I can't even comment on it. I can't yo, even comment on it. That movie was shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> um, also, also, also. Now, I'm a Grey's Anatomy person, right? It got to end. Besides the fact that it got to end. The reason let's talk about the reason why it needs to end. And again, it goes back to the writing. And I, I think about this every time that I get committed to a show and I feel this way or begin to feel this way about the main character. I no longer like Meredith Gray. I don't like her. Like I've been stopped liking Meredith. I just don't. And I'm like, well, that's that's what the fucking show is about. Like, you don't like her. Who the fuck do you like? But like, okay, prime example. There were there are two situations in which I'm like, Meredith, you are absolutely the fuck wrong. But okay. somehow the writing is making it trying to be sympathetic to you. And I'm like, you're the villain in this situation. So the one situation was now granted, to give a backstory, she basically forged her information on like this yep. uh a person's child for them to be able to get the surgery, right? Clearly illegal. Now I get it. The healthcare system in America fucking sucks like it is god awful it is terrible and i agree and i'm glad that she was able to do that however she got caught and she was going to you know possibly lose her license and shit like that which i don't think she should have but whatever now the part that made me upset was that all right baby girl you you're you're right like what you did was technically wrong by the letter of the law but anybody with a heart understood why you did what you did Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you still broke the law. So they're yes, bringing you up on something that you did. So for you to then be so arrogant to not listen to your fucking lawyer, who you are paying to get you out of trouble when you continue to do things that should that anybody else, even in the in the imaginary world of Grey's Anatomy, where the law is literally broken every other fucking episode, right? Right. Um, even in that universe. Anybody else would have been thrown under the jail and lost their license. But here you are. I'm like, yo, like, it reminded me of that Denzel Washington movie, Flight, when he was the the pilot that was drunk and, you know, luckily was able to, you know, land the plane. But, like, everything after that to get him out of trouble, he kept getting in trouble. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just stop. Just sit down for two seconds and you'll be off. Like, damn. 
Same thing with Meredith. Like, bro, just do your community service and you good. No, you want to leave? Come on, bro. Like, what you doing? Well, leave community service to do surgeries. And then you want to take people to the hospital because you think something serious is wrong. Girl, that's send them you, with a note. That's not. That's, that's when you call one of your cronies because clearly you're married in fucking rain. If you tell somebody to do something, they're going to jump. Like, come on now. But so that's the one thing. But the most recent thing was, you know, as we know, the, the actress that plays Meredith, Ellen Pompey, I guess she wants to um, pursue other, like, Adventures, which I mean, I can understand. You've been doing grades for what 19 years now? Like, that's, that's a long time to be doing the show. No, more than that. I think it's like 22 because grades used to run two seasons a year. Mm, see, well, there you go. So, you know, I get that. So, I mean, they wrote her off in such a way that, you know, they wanted to come. You know, I personally think what they're doing is they're trying to see if the show can survive without her to see if they're going to keep going, which I think that it personally should just stop. I, I I'm of the mindset that that cop that COVID season would have been the perfect time to end Grey's Anatomy because you brought back a lot of the OGs from the from the from the beginning and it again you you didn't have to kill her off per se but you definitely could have written her off into the sunset and the show could have you know bought, been brought to its conclusion. However, didn't do that, so here we are. Whatever. But this last episode pissed me off because. I'm like, how are you able to stand here with a straight face and do what it is that you're doing? Now, those of you that don't know, she has like this new love interest, right? He was the guy that she met way, way back in the day. She performed surgery on him, saved his life. He coincidentally is also a surgeon. He's a uh, transplant surgeon. And this this back when she was going back and forth between Minnesota, they you know rekindled their relationship. Everything was going well. Well, he falls in love with her. She got things to do back over in, you know, Seattle. So she goes back home. He follows her, leaves his job in Minnesota, his whole entire yep. life to follow her because he clearly, dare I say, loves her. Whatever. I'll put that in quotation marks. That's a big part of the story. So um, they had gotten into an argument. I forget what the argument was about because I just forgot because they went on a break. But um, I guess in that conversation, Meredith said she loved him and he didn't say it back. And she's just been holding on to that for whatever. And, you know, now granted, Meredith has what? Three, four kids? She she got a nice little, you know, village of children. If I'm saying it right, it's Zora, Ellis, Bailey. So it's three. Either way, she got more than one kid. Okay? She's a single mom, more than one kid. <laughs> right? So her one daughter is brilliant. And, you know, she's not being challenged in school, so she goes, gets her tested or whatever, and then they decide they're going to go to Boston. Now, if a person that I know gave up their entire life to be with me in one place, and I'm thinking about uprooting my entire life and going to another, I would at least give them a heads up, a warning, maybe? Yeah, I should have to find out at staff meeting. Right. I, I don't think that what he was asking for was too much, but he was upset because like, damn, like, I'm not sitting there saying I'm going to change your decision. I'm just sitting there like, damn, why didn't you at least fucking tell me? I can understand that. That's a very reasonable feeling. I would have felt the same way. Like, so you mean to tell me I followed you here and now you're leaving and you didn't want to tell me? Am I missing something? So like that whole, like the, the way that was written to me just was like, ew. Like she seemed like an asshole. Cause like, that, that, that's what it came off as. Like, 
oh, well, I'm not going to beg you to love me. What What do you mean beg me to? Baby girl, I, I uprooted my life. <laughs> my, my entire I'm, Yeah, that dialogue. I'm not going to apologize for this because it's me and my kids. And I'm just like, okay. When has he you. ever, when has that man in any of the episodes made you choose between your kids and him? Never. Never. So I'm like, it'll it'll be it'll be different if he if he was like Bailey's original husband that didn't understand Bailey's like, first husband was a dickhead. Completely, completely. But if he was like that, okay, you got it. But he wasn't like he understands. So like the fact that you even took that tone and that approach, I'm just like, mm, yeah, no, nah, I ain't feeling it. So I actually did read on Twitter, somebody was like, a lot of uh Chandra Rahm's shows with uh, prominent female characters at some point the writing of the the t uh, titular uh, female character changes and you stop liking them and they brought up scandal they brought up Hollywood get away with murder I'm like damn I got a point there hmm. she hmm. do she do so there's that now now we're talking about some toxic shit I mean we were already talking about toxic stuff if, since we were talking about Less very, her toxic ass but anyway have you ever been called toxic? Oh, I've been called many things in my life. I really don't think that I've been called toxic per se. Now I can self I can self-identify and say that I have some toxic traits or things that might be considered toxic, but I've never been considered a toxic person, which I pride myself on not being, because who the fuck wants to be toxic? Not one. Um, have you ever been called toxic? I've gotten called toxic. I don't understand why. Um, <clears throat> not you immediately laughing. I can't fucking stand you. I mean, you know, I know your pimp daddy, number one. Okay. <laughs> I, I understand that your pimp hand is strong. I can <laughs> also understand how some situations might come off to other people as toxic. Now, I know you. I don't think you're toxic. I just think you know how to play the game at a impressive not, rate. <laughs> not an impressive rate. That's all I'm going to say. That, that's all I'm saying. But again, you so, retired yeah. from the game. You hung up. Your pimp cane is gone right now. You are living in your truth and you are loving it and I'm loving it for you. The streets will always be there. And as of right now, you just don't need to be in them because you are good in the crib. I'm not even really in the crib. I'm on a sidewalk because I still be outside. But anyway. That's fair. So we go, we'll make that concession. But yeah, I definitely got toxic. Um why have I been called toxic? I mean, I've done some interesting things, you know. I'm definitely a type of person that's called test your gangster. And it is what it is. I need to make sure you're not pussy. All right. So let <laughs> Let's dig into that because I've had conversations about it before. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by test someone's gangster? So like, I don't want to tell all my business, but I'm going to tell some of my business. So I'm going to use me and Santa Claus, for example, right? Okay. I've definitely, I've definitely G-checked him a couple of times. Like I've definitely been like, mm, let me make sure this, this nigga rocking with it. And I think it was, um, one point I said, Oh, well, would you be mad if we went to the club and I left with the nigga that was buying drinks and I told you I'll see you later? 
I'm punching your fucking time. He said, he said, I look pussy to you. I said, I just got to act. I said, you always encouraging me to be outside. But at what point is the limit? But at what point do you think that I'm going to headbutt the shit out of you? Because, like, why would you ask me that fucking question? So, like, like I, 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 Santa Claus, you, you ain't got to say that, bro. I got you, bro. I got you back. Because why, so why like, would you even ask me that? So, it's been, like, stuff like that. It just, like, um, I even, uh, it was, I was with Miles at one point in time. I said, oh, I think I'm going to get a boyfriend. And he's just like, the fuck? I said, well, since you keep cheating on me with bitches, I might as well just have a second boyfriend. <laughs> He's like, don't fucking play with me like that. I said, stop fucking playing with me. How about that? Not touching that second one because that 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 is the definition of fucking toxic right there. Like, um, stop, stop fucking playing in my face. So I've definitely been called toxic because, like I said, I like to press buttons, whatnot, test gangster. But, but like, like, or like the time I set some stuff on fire in his house and then walked out. All right, what's that, Angela Bassett and waiting? Relax, take it easy, take it easy. So anyway. Like, not touching those, but like getting to something that you said, because there are a lot of women that do that. Not all, because I, I haven't met every woman out there, so I don't know. But like, why do we have to prove our gangster to you, of all people? Like, okay, hear me out. I am a black man. A, let me rephrase. I am a fat, large, whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to use here, black man <laughs> in America, okay? I got enough fucking problems. I got enough people trying to come for me on a daily basis, whether it be professionally, whether it be me walking to the corner store, whatever, right? So, like, I already got to have this tough exterior 24-7, 20, all day, every day, right? Why do I have to have that same exterior with you? Like, if you my woman, why, like, Motherfucker, you 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 know I'm crazy. Like I'm throwing the fuck off. I, I I warn people all the time when they talk to me. I'm fucking crazy. Okay. I try to contain my craziness. I try to make sure that my craziness doesn't dictate how I respond to you. But like, why? Like, why do you have to do that? Me personally, I think it's amusing. But anyway, <laughs> hey, that's toxic shit. But, that's toxic shit, right? There. But I definitely I have been called toxic before. Um. Personally, Santa Claus said it in a, the most hilarious of ways I could say. He was just like, oh, I could smell the toxic on you. That's why I was attracted to you. So I would say like G-checking is probably something that would be considered a toxic trait of mine. To be fair, and I love Santa Claus to death. That's my homie. That's my brother mm-hmm. from another. But he a little toxic too. So it makes a lot of sense that he can smell the he toxic. He is. It makes he a lot of sense smell the toxic on you because he got it himself. <laughs> like, I don't think he's toxic in our situation, but it... listen, listen, I've heard some shit and I said, yo. We ain't got to talk t- about it. We was 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 understood, don't need to Listen, it's a couple times I told him, I said, I will dig up somebody and put them on your couch. Stop playing with me. To which he texted me that. I was I bust out laughing. I'm like, yo, I hear that so fucking frequently. What you do? <laughs> like, stop playing with me. So I would say my G-checking is considered a toxic trait. I honestly don't think this is a toxic trait, but somebody told me it's a toxic trait. My, the way that I can ignore somebody. Okay. And what I mean by that is, I could be in a whole room with you, surrounded by other people, and talk around you. Okay, I can do that. And somebody was just like, yo, that's mad toxic. And I said, why? And they were just like, 
they were talking about a particular person that I did deal with at one point in time. Uh, and, I know who you're talking about. Go ahead. Right. And they were just like, how are you talking around him? And I said, what the fuck you mean? That nigga don't exist no more. <laughs> really? You're going to treat him like that? I said, until he choose to apologize and make shit right, he don't exist. There's no talking to this nigga. To be fair, that entire situation was toxic. So for me, again, never been involved with you romantically. You just my sis that, you know, just happens to be a pimp. It is what it is. But, you know, you've told me about some situations. I'm like, all right, that entire situation was toxic. So, like, I can't call a person toxic. That situation was disgusting. Terrible. But, hey, you know, we live and we learn. Um, And even now, I see that person in person. And I I will, so I definitely did this one time. And my Neil said, you did that to make him uncomfortable. I said, I did, because who the fuck give a fuck? I hugged and greeted everybody around him, looked at him, and walked away. You are toxic. <laughs> but yeah. um, my toxic trait, like I said, I I don't, I've never necessarily. Oh, okay, let me rephrase. I've never been called toxic to my face. Mm-hmm. So, not saying that I'm not, but I've never been called it to my face. So there's that. But I do know that I have some toxic traits. One of which being I specialize in self-sabotage. Specialize. Like, mm-hmm. wrote the fucking book. Um, I, in the past, have been so emotionally open that, you know, you kind of lose yourself. And it's like, all right, well, I don't want to do that again. So I'm going to cut you off before you get too close kind of thing. And, like, I guess... One, I'm good at it, but I'm also not good at it because they're like, all right, you're pushing me away. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm like, my head, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> talk about <laughs> you, you get a little too close. Um, so no, stiff arm. Um, I have that. Some people say that my sarcasm is toxic. I, I don't feel that it is personally. I think it makes me part of who the fuck I am. Like, if you can keep up with the mental wits or no, like, let me know because. Again, I, I'm I'm so sarcastic that 95% of the time, I don't even realize that I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, I was? My bad, bro. Like, I, I wasn't even trying to make you feel away. I was just, damn, like, I ain't think it was that bad. So that's my second toxic trait. And I think my third toxic trait might be that, <laughs> and I don't do it on purpose. So it's not a, I'm purposely doing this, but I have a way of like talking and I, I have a way of undressing a person with words and I don't necessarily mean to. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, reading them for filth, heard you. And I really don't be meaning to though. They'd be like, damn bro, like you didn't say all that or what the fuck would you say that? I'm like, what the fuck did I say that was so? The thing is somebody has told me that something similar about myself as well, because I, Okay. Anybody, when they hear, when I say, I got a question, they immediately be like, oh, fuck. But the thing is, it's a legitimate question because I'm trying to get un- gather an understanding of the bullshit that's in front of me. So, case in point, a, co- a co-worker of mine was telling me her and her girlfriend got into it. I said, oh, what did you get into it? She says, oh, something along the lines of, she posted something on the IG story and the girlfriend ain't like it. Okay. 
Now, the stuff that she posted on her IG story was of a celebrity. I said, so your girlfriend is mad that you posted this celebrity that you can never obtain in your life. And she said, yeah. I said, so she's mad about the person that you have no access to and will never gain access to. Yeah. Why are we having this conversation? Right. And then after a while, she continued. And then later she said, why did you say like, I can never get them? I said, I said, listen, let's be realistic. You getting her in real life? Well, you didn't have to say it that way, but, but we're talking in honesty. I feel some people don't, um, don't enjoy honesty. They like, they like feathers and glitter. That's what I call it. They like the fluff. They like the show. And I'm just like, I don't got time for it. Right. My last toxic treat is um not responding what i mean by that is sometimes text messages get lost <laughs> in the sea of i currently have maybe like 500 unread text messages good god so sometimes people are like i text you i'm like you did you didn't respond to me or you left me already i did my bad it's it, it'd be bad i they, my adult add be fucking with me but yeah those are my quote unquote toxic traits. Okay. Now, what do you consider a toxic trait of like something like if you're talking to somebody or you're a coworker or something and they do something like, yeah, nah, you toxic. So I mean, pretty much we've been talking about, but I, I think that intent matters when it comes to toxicity, in my opinion. Yeah. Um because again, if you don't know you're doing something, then someone has to tell you, right? Now, granted, it may not change the effect of what you did. I always talk about, you know, the intent versus what it would actually happen. Um, some people don't intend to be toxic, but they just so happen to inadvertently be toxic. But I, I what I did, what I deem the worst level of toxicity is people that purposely do those things that purposely know, OK, well, I'm going to do the X, Y and Z because I know I'm going to get a, a rise out of you. Um, I never forget. uh my relationship, the girl I talked about in the last episode when I was uh, having my edible situation, we were toxic to each other. Now, granted, she may not be a toxic person now. She may be a whole different person now. I have not spoken to this, this child in years. That's fine. But, um, like, she would purposely do things that she knew was going to piss me off. That, to me, is toxic. And then, in turn, I would then purposely do shit to her that I know would make her upset. That was toxic. And I'm like, yo, I ain't been in the greatest, like granted, the relationship that I've been in, I've probably had one that was non-toxic, which when I was in it, I couldn't appreciate it because it was not what I was used to. So it just, it scared me. I was like, wait, what is this? Like no unnecessary arguing, like no back and forth, like no projecting feelings, like none of that. Nah, what the fuck wrong with you? Something got to be wrong. Ain't no it's way. Something this- broken over there. I'll <laughs> ain't, ain't no way this is a real life. Cause like, what you mean? We not fighting every other day. We not breaking up every other week. Like, it's not a thing. Yeah, fuck me all the way up. I fucked that one up. I I, I, I fucked that one up. So, um, hope you know. Anyway, so again, I, I do think that intent has a lot to do with it. But like, I've never been in a more toxic relationship or situation than that. Because at, at at one point or another, we began to purposely do things that we knew would bring out the worst in each other. And that's never a good place to be. 
What about you? What do you consider to be toxic? I mean, I say this all the time, a lack of accountability. If you don't got no accountability, you're toxic. Um, A new thing I'm realizing is toxic. Um, People who don't, people who don't tell the whole story. That's not new. (laughs) No, like not new. I'm going to explain more. So I am currently in a situation where me and somebody who I held close to me are are not getting along right now. It's to the point where I blocked them. Like we not, I'm not fucking with it. Damn. But it's gotten to that point is because this person has told one story to one of our mutual. Well, we have a group of mutual friends, so we're gonna say friend A, B, C, and D. So they've told one story to friend A, a different story to friend B, a different story to friend C, and a different story to friend D, and then has told me another story now me i me a b c and d have all had a conversation and we've gathered the fact that none of us have the true recollection of what has been happened mm-hmm. we are kind of piecing the pick points together but the friend who's told the different stories is just like but that's not what i said and we're just like okay well what did you say not that and it's like not only is a lack of accountability it's the fact that you told five completely different stories mm-hmm and the only common denominator in this is that. And you don't see an issue with the fact that you told the five different stories. Hmm. So it's like, I'm really emphasizing that's a toxic trait. And then now looking back at it, I'm seeing that that person has done that mo- a lot of times, which has led me and the friend group to be in a bunch of different situations that we technically wouldn't be in had they not done that. So like, um, it's, it's giving toxic. So that i consider that's toxic lack of accountability is toxic and um a big ego really? now what i mean by a big ego i love somebody with self-esteem right mm-hmm. i love somebody with confidence like i encourage that because you know i sometimes as hard as it may be to believe i struggle with my self-confidence at times right so I love seeing those traits in other people. When I when it, it becomes an issue, when you ha- your ego is so big that you can't let nobody else shine with you. Yeah, so, true. and if you can't see that other people can do stuff just as well, or if not better than you, that's a little bit toxic to me. Because that means you are not willing uh, not only to take accountability, but you're not willing to take any correction. Because every there's no a single person in life that can say that they don't need any correction to anything that they do. Absolutely. So if your ego is so big that you just to shit all end all and you can't take no correction or you think that you're above that's toxic because that means you're really not wanting to hear anything and you don't want to grow as a person because you need correction to grow nobody can tell me otherwise i hate one of the things that i hate one because i think it's fake and two because i I do agree that it is toxic is the uh wolf in the sheep clothing thing that people do (laughs) you know they'll pretend to be your friend but the whole time while they're whispering your accomplishments, they're uh, exclaiming your your failures. Mm-hmm. Be, be, very, be very careful of people like that. Um, and I mean, again, and you know, you know what's crazy to me is that 
there are people like that in relationships with people. Oh, most definitely. And it's like, oh, and I, I never thought that it was real, but there were two, there are two young ladies that I know who's well, one of them is married and the other one, you know, they were a boyfriend, girlfriend, but it was like they, the, they were, and ironically, they were both graduating from their master's program mm-hmm. and the one girl that was married, husbands are acting like a complete asshole. And I'm just like, do you think that he could possibly be jealous that you're graduating from, from your master's program? And like, what? I, I'm confused. I'm not surprised. And I'm just like, it so often. And I'm in my head like, if I was with someone, now granted, I got, I got my master's. It's cool. But if I was with somebody and she about to get her PhD, I'm in the, I'm in the front row hyping shit. Fuck you mean? Like, that's right there. That's We're going to get a cut out of sis face on it and Yo, everything. Real, real, Yo! Like, it, it never dawned... It, it, to me, it would never dawn on me to not be anything but happy for my significant other. Like, what the fuck? What you mean? Like, hell, even from a selfish standpoint, damn, well, now she got more money. Like, the, I, 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 yo, to this day, I don't understand how, but like, you have that in relationships where like, you know, uh, you know, they, they get upset with each other when they have an accomplishment. Or, you know, you have it in friendships where, you know, you're told, oh, yeah, well, you know, I just got, uh, you know, the new PS5. Oh, well, I just got, da-da-da-da. damn, nigga, like, okay. Yo, toxic friendships, I think toxic friendships are more common than people actually care to admit. Well, I'm going to be honest, that's an oxymoron. If it's a true friendship, it can't be toxic. This is true. However, everybody does it all friendships we think are true friendships aren't that that is real because i know i was in a situation where i I had somebody i thought was my friend and then flip the script it comes out that she's not really my friend and not only is she not really my friend sis story time story time well let me get comfortable i had a i had we don't call her an associate now okay right we became associates during covid really cool fine whatever now we had mutual friends, this, this, that, and this, this, that, and other. We had had come to find out we had had mutual um lovers in the past, whatever, whatever. Shit, it is what it is. It happens what it happens. Now, this friend knew that there were certain people that I just didn't fuck with, right? But she fucked with. Now, I'm not that type of person that, oh, because I don't like them, you can't be friends with them too. Right. Never been that way. But I will tell you up front, like, yeah, I don't fuck with them. And keep it pushing. Right? Oddly enough, whenever she would hang out with these people that I didn't like, my name would come up in conversation. At least she would say that. Right? So then, now I'm confused as to why my name keep coming up. I'm taking it as, oh, the people that I don't fuck with are bringing me up. Right? Come to find out, it wasn't the people that I don't fuck with that was bringing me up in the conversations. It was her bringing me up into these conversations. Mm. But she was running, oh, well, they talking about you, this, this, that, and the third. But you really the one talking about me. But because I'm very much a type of person, if my friend telling me you saying that, then I'm going to take it at you. That's what the fuck you said. Because right. why would my friend lie to me? Right. Now, in a now, the I got the truth on the situation, so I moved accordingly. Bitch, you was talking about me. I'm not about to spaz out you. I mean, you you play me like a fool. Okay, I'll hold that L. It is what it is. But I'm going to move accordingly with you. So my business, you're not going to know that. When I pull up in your city, you're really not going to see me. 
and we're going to keep it pushing. It just so happens the pull up in the city thing is where we had the issue. I think I've talked about this before in regards to a friend got a quote unquote friend got mad at me because I didn't see them when I was in their city. Oh, even though I told her. them, okay. but that's the, it's the same friend. Okay. So yeah, I didn't see you when I was in your city, but since she was talking about me, so why the fuck I see you? That's real. Move accordingly and keep it pushing. So that's how that was my toxic friendship and that's how it ended and it ended because oh well she didn't see me and i was in her city and i was just like but yeah i didn't see you when i was in the city but really you've been talking about me for months and i ain't bust you in your face so you should be happy i didn't see you when i was in your city and i oop just call it a thing <laughs> <laughs> no that's real um i have i been um I guess I can say yeah, and it wasn't until recently that I found out that it was a toxic friendship. Mm -hmm. um, it was a friend from high school. His name is John. Um, I don't give a fuck drop names. It is what it is. Now, I, names. I met John in middle school. Me and John mm -hmm. met in seventh grade. We went to the same middle school, seventh and eighth grade, and then we went to the same high school together. Um, John was always what I would call a unicorn. John fit in with everyone. John was like athletic as fuck. He was goofy as hell, but he was mad athletic. So like he do, you know, he can hang out with the athletes. Um, the girls thought he was cute, so like he was all, all the fine too. Like John, John was him in high school. Like John really was him. So you know, I'm like, all right, you know, like that's cool. That's my homie, but like you know, he free to do what he wants. That's my homie. So when I met John, John's father had already passed away. I've, I've never met john's dad before um so you know I, I met his stepdad met his mom you know he's the only kid cool so fast forward we graduate from high school again you know how high school graduations go we kind of lose touch but like every yeah. once in a while we you know would all link back up and everything was cool well john went to westchester um john lost his fucking mind at westchester like <laughs> that's just the easiest way to say that you know he start dibbling and dabbing in different drugs and ended up getting sidetracked and not finishing. Okay, cool. No judgment. It happens. Like, it is what it is. But, like, the more the deeper into it he got, the more, you know, we, just the group of friends, that means a group of us, um, he just started separating more and more from the group. And I'm like, again, no judgment. It's all love, whatever, whatever. Fast forward to junior year of college, my mom dies, you know, so all of my friends from high school who met my mom, including, I think John may have came to the funeral, I can't remember if he did or didn't, but um, he pulled, you know, they pull up, whatever, whatever. Don't think nothing of it. Again, they met my mom, so like, they knew who she was, so that's why they came. Also, we're friends, so they came to the fucking funeral, right? So... um. Fast forward to a few months ago, actually. I then learned, well, my one friend Gabe comes to our, our group chat and go, yo, have it has anyone talked to John? And we're all like, no, not not really, because he don't talk to us. So like, whatever. So I guess Gabe Gabe had heard something like he was threatening to hurt himself or something. Don't really know the whole gist of it. But him and John start having a conversation. Mm -hmm. He screenshots the conversation and drops it in our group chat. Uh-oh. 
It always starts with a screenshot. No, but like when the screenshot came and the basically he goes, yeah, I don't really fuck with y'all because y'all act like Dom was the only person that went through something. I said, bitch, I beg your pardon? I was like, what? what? <laughs> that ass. I, I'm not making this shit up. Uh, I can't remember what he said verbatim. But essentially it was, oh, you know, everybody was there for Dom when his mom died. But nobody, y'all act like he was the only person who lost a parent. I said, John, when I fucking met you, your, your dad daddy was dead. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, he, I, he, he listed a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm just like, damn, dog. Like, I, I really thought we was cool, but apparently the fuck not. Like, sheesh. Like, yo, I'm not going to lie. It, it really, for, out of all the people that I thought would have done that, it wouldn't have been him. Like I said, I, I, I've known him the longest. But yeah, after that, I said, listen, I, I hope he finds some level of peace in this life or the next. Oh, I don't give a fuck if she finds peace. I'm gonna just say right. that I'm not as. If this nigga ever say two words to me, I'm a smooth smack, smack the shit out of him. Like, why, why are you talk? Like, why are you speaking to me? Like, yo, it, yo, it was really crazy. Like, I, I really like, I was hurt for a good week after that. I'm like, damn, like, I really thought we was cool, bro. Like, and that's to, that's some like that's a random thing to harp on years later, bro. That's like, oh well, that don't that don't match now. Again, had it been even if even if y'all John's father was around for six months during y'all friendship and then he passed away, okay, I sort of kind of get it. Not really, but I sort of kind of get it. But he wasn't here, bro. And like I said, for, and not for- to speak ill of the dead because I know if somebody gonna be like, "Oh, y'all should." This is not me speaking ill of the dead. This is me being realistic. As someone who lost their father, I can't be mad at my group of friends for consoling another friend when they lose a parent when my parent was already gone before the situation started. Like, right. it don't make sense. It don't. Fuck me up. Like I said, I, I, you know. And it's weird. It's weird our behavior. It, it was definitely on some. I would have never guessed that would have been from him. So that that's probably about the only toxic friendship I can think that I've ever had. I've had some friendships that I realized wasn't true friendships, mm-hmm. but like not necessarily mm-hmm. not. I mean, they are. Um, or, I, you know, I know we're going to get back to talking about, you know, toxic, but one of the things that I, one of the things that I learned the hard way, and it, it, it really hurt when I learned this, just because you friends in college don't mean you friends in life. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, There are a couple people from college that I just knew we was going to be friends from now until the end of time. Now? I don't hear from them. They don't talk to me. Um, and like, what really highlighted that for me was the fact that there are people that still, from that group, that still hang out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. What okay. about me? It's fuck me, ain't it? Damn. Ba- basically, fuck me for thinking we were friends, right? <laughs> so, like, I, yo, that that one really stung a lot. Uh, I was like, damn, I, I really thought that, you know, we 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 were friends, but nope. So I've been there. That friendships can be very, very, very interesting. So you know, I've been seeing 
you talk about toxicity, right? So we've been seeing, we always talk about stuff we see on TikTok. So I've been seeing people leaving toxic workplaces a lot, a lot on TikTok. Talk about it. Have you ever been in a toxic workplace? Hope none of my coworkers listening now. I feel like I feel like I'm currently in one. Oh damn! I feel like I'm currently in one for a number of different reasons. Now, granted, it's not the people at my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love my immediate coworkers. I love you know that we can have open and honest dialogue with each other. But the institution that I work for, oof, oof, it ain't it. Mm-mm. Um. And it, it really just boils down to a couple facts. One, they're not doing well financially. Financially, they are not doing well. And because they're not doing well, a lot of decisions are strictly based on what can we do to improve our financial status, which when you start doing stuff like that, it, it got it, it's gotten to the point where I ask the question, at what point is what we're doing unethical? At what point is what we're doing causing more harm than good? Because there are some days and there are some decisions that are made where I'm just like, who does this benefit? You want to sit here and say, this is better for the student. No, it's not. So yeah, man. Um, I have been praying. I have been <laughs> fighting and clawing. I have been doing a whole bunch of things to change my current reality because I, you know it's bad when you can't take off the weight that you carry from work some days. And there yeah. are some days that I come home and I'm just so spiritually heavy from everything that I had to carry from work. And I'm like, you should never feel like that. But yeah, and the advice that I have is, I mean, obviously the the, <laughs> the adage is, is much easier to look for a job when you have a job. That's very true. <laughs> definitely is, definitely is. Um, so that's where I currently am. But believe you me, I am definitely trying to find a new fucking job because I can't. Like I, I refuse for this to be my reality. It got to be more than this. So, yeah. And for those of you that are in a toxic uh, work environment, if you can get out of it, by all means, don't don't sit there and make yourself stay somewhere where you get out because. Ain't nothing worth ain't, ain't nothing worth your mental health. It's just not. It's not. I mean, I was in a talk. The funny thing is, my job. Okay, my first big girl job didn't start off toxic. Um, it was real cool. Whatever transparency. It was. I started off as a temp at a company, then they hired me. That's lit. Oh, whatever. After three months. So it didn't start off, it didn't start off bad. Actually, when they hired me, I switched from the team I was originally working with and moved to a different team to do, um, I was working with Medicaid, Medicare, and then they switched me to regular insurance. Um, And it was great. 
it was cool. Um, I got along with the team. Of course, I was the youngest one there, so they all treated me like a kid, like they kid, which had its perks. It had its perks because that meant if I didn't have lunch, somebody's gonna buy it for me. Mm-hmm. They always made sure I had snacks. It, it it had its moments. Definitely had its moments. Um, it started to go downhill after about maybe like six, seven months in. Right. Uh. I they kept talking about oh the company doesn't really have money so we're going to be switching people around from departments so because I was the youngest one to go to one team I got moved to a different team did have an issue with it but the problem with that is I was no longer a regular employee I was a contract Mm -hmm. right so I was just like "Eh, okay I mean I still need a job I'm young I'm fresh out of college I need I need work experience because you know they always say they something's entry level but you need X amount of years of work experience but that's oh. another story for another day. So I was trying to get my work experience and then suddenly my boss was no longer my boss. Okay, so dude named Seb. They demoted him, so they made him. They took him from the director of billing essentially to the lead supervisor okay and they brought this new guy in his name is george i don't give a fuck george was a dickhead and george didn't put out open positions like oh we're gonna hire people so i applied because i technically was a contract he didn't take me or the other two contracts that were there he took this girl from customer service who essentially had to be trained in a position that i already knew how the fuck to do so that was like, okay. But he wouldn't talk to me at all after he did this. Like, he wouldn't talk to me. If we were in meeting, uh, if there was a meeting and he was there, he would only talk to, like, Seb and the other supervisor, but he would essentially talk around everybody else in the room or at us. And I was just like, uh, yeah, no, this isn't, I don't like this. I'm. I need to start looking for something else, so started looking for my other job then I would take time off to go on interviews or whatnot or I would leave early to go on interviews and I was transparent with Seb because that was my supervisor but George would get mad so then he would say that I need to have certain reports done that technically I don't have to do until Friday until they would need to be done before I could leave or he wouldn't approve certain PTO or like he wouldn't pay me for certain hours it was just it was a mess sounds like it but I got another job, so I left. So I gave my two weeks notice. When I tell you, he he didn't acknowledge my two weeks notice. Wait, what? I sent him an email. Hi, I cc Seb up there. This is my official letter, my terminate, like my two week notice. My last day will be this day. Till this day, that is almost five years ago. That man has still Damn. not responded. Damn. And when I mean it was like that happened. So my last day was roughly around my birth was not too far after my birthday. So um when the team had celebration for my birthday, he didn't come eat cake. He didn't say anything. Uh when I left, we did something else. He didn't say anything. Even though I had to come back maybe like a week later because I had left a couple items at my desk and I just I didn't know until they text they text me and told me, wouldn't acknowledge me. He, even when they called security, called so that way I can get a pass to go up because they had deactivated my badge. 
he said, oh, I'm not going to deal with that. Give that to somebody else. Yikes. So George was a dickhead, but George was also only five foot five. So that's probably his issue, you know, okay. Napoleon complex. Nacho was the same size. Listen, I'm just like, oh, that's why you mad. But anyways, anyways, so we we've discussed enough toxic relationships. So we're not gonna go into the whole have you been in toxic relationships because I feel like they're tired of hearing our toxic relationships. Okay. <laughs> like. But what do you feel is worse? A toxic friendship, a toxic relationship, or a toxic workplace? Um, and your reasoning up to why that one is worse. So I'm going to be honest. I think that I think that it would have, for me, it would have to go, if I had to rank all three of them in order, relationship, friendship, workplace. The reason, the reason I would say that is because again, relationship, like I said earlier, that to me, my my relationship should be my place of peace. Mm -hmm. I I should not have to feel like I have to fight with my partner, right? Like I don't mind fighting for, right? But I do have an issue with fighting with. I shouldn't have to fight you to be with me. You see what I'm saying? Like. So when that's toxic, bruh, like you're miserable. I mean, especially if y'all, God forbid y'all live together. Like there's no escape. Like you, you pretty much, you boxed in. So, you know, that's why I said relationship. Um, and also depending on the level of toxicity, the person that can really hurt you the most more times than not is the person that you with. So it's like, God forbid you have a real vindictive, toxic person because now they are looking to completely hurt you. Um, and, you know, that to me is super fucked up. So that's why I, I would say relationship first and then friendship again. Friendship to me, friendship. I don't know if everyone values friendship the way that I do. Because when I look at friendship, friendship to me is family that you chose. So, you know, for you to be family that I've chosen and for you to do something that would hurt me, hurts me even deeper than somebody that I, I know would do it. Again, sometimes the person that can stab you the deepest is the motherfucker you least expect to hold, be holding the knife. So, yeah. And then workplace, again, if you got a toxic workplace, man, that shit starts to weigh on you. Like it, it, it gets real, real heavy sometimes. And yeah, it's just not, it's not where you want to be. That's my list. So I'm going to have to go a workplace, okay, a relationship, and then a friendship. The reason I say that is because, especially in this economy, sometimes you have to stick through that toxic workplace that's because that's your livelihood. That's real. Like, I yeah, this is making me upset, and yeah, it's causing me stress at night, and this, this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, I still need this because I'd rather be stressed and with a roof over my head than stress than stress free, and I'm on the street. Like I can't now. I'm stress for a different reason. So I would take the toxic, I toxic workplaces number one in me now. Um, a relationship. So I, cha- so I challenge that though. 
Right. Mm -hmm. while, while I do agree that obviously, you know, you gotta, you know, sometimes you have to stay. I mean, my current situation, I can't quit my job. I got fucking bills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but on the flip side of that, wouldn't the wouldn't you having a non-toxic relationship help ease that? Right. So okay, again, it's not ideal because you had a toxic workplace. But on the flip side of that, while you may be at a toxic workplace, you have some kind of reprieve. You're not working at your job 24-7, right? So, like, you're not always at work or around the toxic situation. Whereas your relationship, I mean, granted, you ain't always around that either, but, like, you're around that more than you are around work, right? This is true. Just a thought. Mm, it's true, but I'm still going with workplace number one. All right. <laughs> So that's that. Now, toxic relationship. Some toxic relationships are easy to escape and some are not. That's real. However, a toxic relationship, depending, I'm not going to say all of them, depending, I my livelihood isn't tied to that. Mm -hmm. And a toxic friendship, listen, I'm good at blocking, as we've learned, I'm good at not talking to people. Hear me out. I haven't learned that because I haven't pissed you off. So, <laughs> I don't know this skill. Not saying you ain't got it because I heard oh, it. I got the skill. You've heard the skill from somebody that I have the skill from more than one person. Absolutely. I cannot talk to somebody. You think I mean? Wait till I don't like you. Yeesh. Then you're going to be like, damn, this bitch heartless. Yeesh. So, yeah. And all in all, keep toxicity out your life. Make sure you burn in some sage. Um, now don't, don't, don't be the toxic motherfucker and then be try, always trying to burn some goddamn sage. Because the sage gonna backfire and fuck you up. That's what... You know, they always kill me. They be burning sage and start coughing. I'm like, mm, you was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one who thought that. Like, mm, uh, that, that, why you why you coughing after you? Mm. That sage started to hit you where it hurt at, huh? Okay. That sage is telling you hey, that's real. That's real. What else we got? What else we got? I mean, I mean any I more toxicity you want to discuss today? Not more toxicity. Listen, I don't need everybody to know some of my traits because then they might look at me different like this bitch be bugging. I mean, look, it is what it is. And why should we dwell on toxicity? Like, listen, we shouldn't be. Listen, we. we I mean, we, but we shouldn't know. Like, I mean, there's enough things in life that are trying to bring us down and trying to make us feel like shit. You ain't got to do it to your damn self. <laughs> this is true. You know what? I do have one toxic trait that annoys annoys me. Annoys the fuck out of me. Um, this is people who make they social media their entire personality. Oh. That's wow. a toxic trait. If you do that, you toxic, wow. and I don't care. But you know, we're gonna talk. Uh, that goes into my ix, and mm, but you know what? We have we'll we'll leave that for the ix the ix episode because we Let, know. Let's leave that for the ix because man, oh man, oh fucking man. Listen, I have so many ix, so many ix because bruh, social media does not need to be. The bane of your motherfucking existence. 
God. And just because you follow somebody on social media and they follow you, then y'all not really friends. I need people that, to also understand. That does that. not mean you're friends at all. Because people be confused. Oh, we're friends. Bitch, I don't know you. And I don't want, the better part is, I don't want to know you. I have zero desire to ever get to know you outside of a like or two on Instagram. So no, I agree. Uh, we are definitely going to touch on that next time because, man, we're going to be talking about four hours. Um, we hope that you guys have enjoyed the episode as much as we have enjoyed bringing it to you. This has been another episode of Brunch on Sundays. Until next time.